<laughs> I remember that. the pictures that you just showed me. I was like, oh my gosh, you're like, you're working out? <laughs> no, He's I like, was just starving. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> All right, welcome back to another episode of the Cloud Cone Podcast. My name is Sean. My name is Sarah. And today we have a special guest. Uh, his name is JL, also known as Voodoo. Bitty. And he's a part of a group called Doble V that's making it all up. You know, they're making names for themselves. I mean, doing you know, main character ish. Yeah. Performing in various places. Uh, one big performance they had recently was in mexico with uh the uh, kumba kings yeah it was the cumbia kings that was in monterey mexico sold out arena it was uh, it was a great experience me and juan uh uh we we didn't plan on perform all of a sudden the opportunity came uh they gave us the green light to go perform with them and man that that was it was a great experience man i yeah i saw it and it was very it was very cool and what's even cooler is I definitely want to introduce uh, Voodoo, Jose, our friend. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I want to introduce our listeners and, um, and also his fans and get to know him a little bit better. I always love the story whenever I got to meet Jose is that when he told, I was like, how did you get into music? Because when I met him, he was actually already doing actually quite a bit with Carmen because Carmen is his significant other, who's my best friend. That's my mother. <laughs> and <laughs> I love his story. You were saying that whenever you came from your, because you're originally from Puerto Rico. Yes. So whenever I came from Puerto Rico, you know, Puerto Rico is all about reggaeton. Everybody knows that now. But back in the day, I have uh, never heard of reggaeton. When, whenever, <laughs> whenever I tried to listen to reggaeton, we didn't have all the platforms we got today with all this music. So yeah. I, I was, man, I I'm, I'm itching for some Puerto Rico reggaeton, and mm -hmm. I, I didn't have no platform to do it. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna make my own and jam my own stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I started doing that about 2003, 2004. And uh, at that time, uh, Don Omar had dropped a song called Reggaeton Latino. I grabbed that beat uh -huh. and put my own lyrics, and we call it The Front Line. And uh, I did a little demo, put it on CDs. Mm. I distributed it around work, ended up at some uh, indie label in Corpus Christi who wanted to do a, a deal uh with with me and uh some other guy that i don't want to mention because at that point <laughs> that this guy called himself my manager and he wasn't oh what yeah yeah oh yeah the drama that yeah, happened yeah so um at that point everything started taking off then i come in contact with uh uh, with uh this for good friend of mine now it's like family to me his name is uh uh Chris, uh, Chris Ramirez, mm -hmm. uh, he happens to be a relative or brother of uh, some Cumbia Kings, uh, 
uh, like officials. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. They're, they're one of the, behind the, the scenes, the original Cumbia Kings. Oh, okay, much. okay. Uh, so, just to preface this, by the way, is you know Jose is an artist from Puerto Rico. He was born and raised there. He came over uh, later he, in life. Ta- yeah, he, later in life, and then he also had to teach himself English. Yeah, I didn't know nothing of English. I, I learned my English by messing up on drive-throughs. <laughs> <laughs> Let me have a hamburger. <laughs> you mean a burger? Yes, that chat. And like buns. <laughs> and a pexy. You want a pexy? You want a friend fry? You want a friend fry? Grandes, yes. <laughs> so, but yeah. Uh, also, he's my stepfather, so I've known him, you know, practically my entire life, kind of. Uh, <laughs> Just a little bit longer than me. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, there's a lot of history. I know that he's been through. A lot of different, you know, stories and stuff like that, especially being in the music industry, which is very hectic in itself. He's had a lot of stories happen to him and just trying to be, a, you know, trying to be an artist these days is kind of hard. And it's funny that it's by accident. Like you were just like, you know, I just miss music. Let me just start yeah. some music. I mean, I, I, oh, and all my friends who know me from Puerto Rico knows I've been screwing up songs since day one. <laughs> they have their own lyric and I'm here changing it to what I want it to be. Yeah, and they're like, man, you, what do you have to say about this song? I was like, well, yeah. hold on, let me listen to it first. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be, able, I wouldn't have like listened to Spanish music as much as I do now, like if it wasn't for Jose. Jose definitely put me onto music in itself. I wouldn't have been able to like do music actually if it wasn't for Jose. So the fact that I'm doing music is attributed to him. And then also like, you know, learning about different things that happen in like Spanish music and, you know, Spanish uh, like industries, stuff like that. Like he'll tell me stuff about like, you know, major artists like Bad Bunny and J Valvin, like, oh, this is why they did this, this is why they did that. And uh, he put me on to like uh, Tego. <laughs> Tego and then uh, you hear this guy all of a sudden, hey, yeah, yo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Domar. Right? <laughs> And Jose is definitely like needs to be on that whatever game show where they only do like three notes and then he can pick the song. He's a jukebox for sure. Because Jesse will look at me, my husband, I'll be like, do you know this song? And he's like, I have no idea what you're saying. I'm like, Jose, it goes like this and I am offbeat, can't hold the note, but he can tell me what song it is. Yeah, I, I got my own integrated Shazam into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, he was the Zam before Shazam was a thing. Uh, so like, and then all the audio processing is due to him too, because I wouldn't have known how to do a lot of this shit if it wasn't for him. You know, it was back. It was basically like, oh Jose, how do I do this? And he's like, oh, you have to do this. It's like, okay, so that's how it happened. But and honestly, I learned all that not because I wanted to. Mm. I wanted to concentrate on the artist part, but I got screwed over so many times, so many times that. Uh, that you just had to figure it out yeah, yourself. I had to, fig- yeah. I had to figure it out. I say I, I cannot I cannot afford to to be not. doing yeah, to be not doing this, you know. I I I have to learn how to put myself through it. Yeah. At that time, when all this home studio stuff was coming out, I was mm-hmm. new to it. I didn't know nothing. So I learned the YouTube university. Yes, yes. Develop a And then later on in life, when I actually moved to Houston, Texas, I started getting with the right people. Um, for once, for once, uh, I, I met Juan. Uh, at that point, I was new to Houston. Seeing he was a uh, 
he was an established artist over here at Houston, uh, pretty much in the streets of Houston, you know, everybody knew him at Unlimited back in the day. Now he's JV. Uh, we had one song at this venue called Riggers back in the day. We were to be supposed to perform as separate artists. Well, at that time, everybody took extra long mm. time on the stage, so they cut it short at the end. Mm. Luckily, we have a song that we recorded with Titanic back in the day, and uh, we say, oh, you know what? This is perfect. Let's Let's just do it. After we performed that song, people fell in love with us. Yeah. So me and Juan say, you know what? We we mm. we really vibe together. We had to make this a thing. And I remember I, one time I, I'm going to work and Juan called me, hey, what do you think about W? I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. Well, his name is Juan Valentine and I'm Jose Valentin. And everybody, y'all related? No, we're not related. We're not, we're, now we're like brothers. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, at that time, we barely knew each other, and, and it's just how funny how, you know, we came together, almost same names, you know, same initials, and uh, that's what we call it, W. And if you go to spell it, it's not spelled like just the regular W. It's D-O-V as in Victor, L-E, and then another V at the end of in Victor. So a lot of people misspell it. That's why sometimes they cannot find us. Uh, but uh, W happened from there. Maybe 2009, we got a, a good couple of hits. They got a lot of YouTube views. Uh, we from the ghetto. Yes. Uh, Travala, Travala, of course. Oh, you know, yes. with Renovato mm. in it. That's with uh, my husband's in it. I love that. Yeah. I, it brings me back because we have a lot of history. Because when I met Jose and Carmen was trying to tell me about your music and background and stuff like that, I'm like, oh, that's cool. He plays music. Whatever. Like, never seen anything. And then they were talking about um, the, basically when my husband's telling me like, he's actually going to San Antonio to perform with this artist. And I was like, oh, that's cool. He's like, no, you don't even understand. Do you know who Selena is? I'm like, yeah, I remember Selena. Cause I used to listen to her whenever, back when I was a kid and stuff like that. Cause she did that one song that was in English and I knew of her and everything. He's like, well, her family made this, this other group and that's who they are and he's going to perform for them and that kind of made me who is ignorant to most of the latin music and stuff like that mm -hmm. they have a little more respect and that was one of their first times being able to get to see jose and his music and look it up and stuff like that i know uh at that time it was king's one this is after that issue that happened with the original cumbia kings when they, when they once they split k1 came out uh they came out with a with their single uh, "Ake Te Pongo," and uh, that that was a really big hit. That and me being linked to that is by back in the day, meeting with Chris Ramirez, which his brother was Roy Ramirez and Alex Ramirez, which is Slim and Al from Cumbia Kings, and um, Cruz Martinez happens to be also cousins uh, with them. So I was like, when this when all this happened, you know. I was all over the place at that point. I was all over the place. I have just moved from Houston. I mean, from Puerto Rico to Houston. And uh, it, it was crazy. I found myself a couple of times, you know, after all that ended up. And I decided to focus on maybe get some uh, stability over here in Houston. Uh, I was homeless for a while. I mean, I was 
not homeless. I was house hopping for a while, staying with a friend here, staying with a friend there. Yeah. You know, hungry here, hungry there. <laughs> I, I remember that. the pictures <laughs> that you just showed me. I was like, oh my gosh, you're like, you're working out? <laughs> no, He's I like, was just starving. He's <laughs> 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 like, the, the, new, the new diet in 2022. <laughs> just, you know, starve yeah, yourself. Then, then I, in that course, me, that's when, you know, fast forward a little bit. Me and Juan met. I was a little bit in a better place. Uh, we we decided to do music, and W has been strong since since old since 2012. I want to say it was the official year where W was actually heard. We were opening shows for Jay Alvarez. We opened sh- yes. open shows for Plan B. We opened shows uh, for Yomo. But we opened shows for all these mainstream artists out there in the reggaeton world. Yeah, and um. We, we had a blast. We had a blast doing it. Uh, after that, at one point, of course, you know, we, everything came to a pause again where, you know, Juan was concentrating in an in a actual business that he was starting at that point. Me having my daughter, I didn't want her to to feel like daddy wasn't around too much. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it kind of broke my heart one time. She was standing by me recording right here in front of the computer. She's like, daddy, you, you don't have time for me. Oh, I was like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> You're all like, oh. So, yeah, I kind of pulled the plug. Uh, yeah, because you were on the fence about it for a while. Or you were like, should I, should I not? Because, you know, being in the music industry is like. It's demanding. You know, yeah. And it's like, you got to be on it like 24-7. You know, you can't have time for anything else, really. I mean, it's if you have that balance, it's very difficult to find. And so. You know, that's just you, you, you got to find a harmony, not to be so punny, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to find balance is hard, but more harmony of being able to like blend family with also your hobbies and your gifts and stuff like yeah. that. I, and I felt like I needed to take that time then because I don't want I didn't want my daughter to grow up. I said my daddy was never there. Yeah. yeah. So because um, you were actually, quote unquote, retired for a little bit. Yeah, I was. I wasn't doing nothing. Yeah, I was doing my own thing over here. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna drop you whatever can't take I had left in the studio. The <laughs> you can, I, I can drop whatever I had left in the studio, and then I'm done. Yeah. Oh, well, now 2020 came around. COVID came around. 2021, I started getting phone calls again, and I started getting uh, got linked up back together with one. I was like, hey. uh, Cause he was still doing yeah. some stuff. Yeah, he, he was he was doing his own solo after I retired. You know, he he got a good song. Well, he got plenty of good songs out there. Uh, one of them was El Vaivén. That was my retiring song, and and man, that's that sounds awesome. If you got a chance to go to his to his Spotify and listen to one Valentine Vaivén, that that's an awesome song. He got plenty more uh, featuring uh, DJ Kane and whatnot. It is is good music, but uh, yeah, man, it's it's. Uh, 2022 we have talked already in 2021 i think on 2022 we're gonna go back at it and 2022 started with a bang you know right just went to the freaking sold out arena and performed (laughs) with kumbia kings i was like after that i gotta say my personal facebook i don't know how they find it uh (laughs) me me and juan's personal facebook blew the hell up i'm talking about i was i had like maybe 800 to a thousand friends Within two days, Facebook is sending me messages. Hey, your Facebook is at capacity. We cannot take more than 5,000 friends that you already have. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. I didn't know either. <laughs> so I, I, I'm still trying to figure it out. I think Facebook took out the, the 
the feature of making your page a, a, the page an actual fan page. So I had to send a message to all the fans and reroute them. Hey, uh, I cannot get anybody else on our page. Man. <laughs> <laughs> go to our personal page. Go to JV's page. Go to my page. Go to our Instagram. Go to our TikTok. Uh, it, it's still going. I, I uh, at this point, I can just put something. Ha ha ha! And boom, there comes a friend request all over again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I breathe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So. Which is awesome because it's twenty two, everything exploding, everything big. Yeah, yeah. So that, that we we have been blessed with this, you know. Of course, you know, uh, we're working on a new album. We're gonna drop soon. We're recording literally every week. We're working on this, so uh, keeping the momentum. Yeah, that's all, the key. All I gotta say is, everybody, uh, keep an ear out for WV's new music coming out. Especially mm -hmm. our new single, La Protagonista. Yes. That's the first 2022 WV drop that is coming down the vine. Mm -hmm. So uh, just, just, just buckle that's up. That's the one you yeah. played earlier, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, let's check that one out. That one's really good. I was like, freaking just humming it. And I was like, oh. I was like, it's yeah, you got, one. you got one. Because I was like, it's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm humming it. Job done. Yeah. Right. That's the whole point. And it's really cool. And I think it's good to say for our listeners is like, I mean, he wasn't looking to see this. It, it, the The craft or the gift was actually in him, and um, just and uh, he wasn't even looking to do this kind of thing. It just sort of found him. Yeah, and, he just he just kept at it. Yeah, exactly. But I want to go back to what you were talking about, like as far as you know, performing in Mexico. How was that like from personal experience, from everything that because you you have performed before you performed in like downtown houston you performed like in you know i remember reward. san antonio the first time you, like karma's like hey we're gonna have this trip this this big thing that happens in san antonio that the cubic kings uh, the fan, or whatever fair with kings one yes mm -hmm. and that was the first time i was all like i felt like oh he really he does does stuff because it was like <laughs> oh we need to go to this club and we're gonna go to this club and then we're gonna see them perform we got to see backstage that was really cool yeah i was like you've been on stage you've been performing at clubs you've been we've done clubs we've done uh the houston latin fest with mega 101 uh, mm. we we, we done we done a couple of things right so, here in Houston. So my question is, how does that compare to performing in Mexico? Is sold out? Like, Honest, what was the difference? It was like seventeen thousand people. Honestly, it's weird because I get more nervous in a small stage uh -huh. with five people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> than one full of people. I, I yeah. don't know how it works. It just felt right. It yeah. just felt like we belong there. That was our time. Me and Juan was just, right, it's about to happen. We're about to climb on this thing and we're about to take. <laughs> right. <laughs> and we performed with Cumbia Kings, uh, the the reggae cumbia, originally done with uh, one of big artists in Puerto Rico back in the day. They wanted to open the doors to where the industry is today is Vico C. This is before Daddy Yankee, before the Don Mars. Oh, wow. I'm talking about this guy opened the doors and, and, uh, and, Puerto Rico industry, period, you know, for reggaeton is is based on him. Mm. So it was an honor for us to to be given the opportunity to perform that song with them. Uh, hopefully, uh, down the line, we might be doing some more uh, of their tour. They have an ongoing tour right now, which is Cumbia Kings 2.0. Mm. And uh, we might be participating on that, of course. Uh, we still, you know, on the talks on it. Hopefully... Uh, yeah. Everything goes good. 
and uh, we we get to participate on that as well with them, and uh, hopefully everybody you know likes it and uh, give us their support as well. And then, what do you have to add? I mean, I mean, I just wanted to know your experience because even Jacob, which is like you know a uh, part of my part of my own group, he was saying how inspired he was watching you perform on stage in front of all those people. And all those people just taking pictures with you and stuff like that and being like, you know, you know, being fans. We got a story so that way. So we finished the show, right? Mm. And we go, me and Juan said, hey, you know what? Let's go s spend time with the people that is out there. Um, just give them some love, you know? Yeah, They're showing definitely. us love. They're, they're already calling us because we're right here. We finished our part and we went to the part, the bottom part of the stage, just, you know, wait for the show to finish so we can go back into our our rooms, yeah. yeah. So, um, we go, man, and we start getting pulled left and right. Hey, let's take a picture here. Let's take a picture there. It took us at least half an hour to get to the other side. That that walk literally take you seconds. <laughs> You're so, all like, oh, hut, hut. Me and one kept getting pulled. I was like, hey, take a, take a picture. I was like, oh man, all right, let's go. <laughs> Yeah, take a picture. Let's take a picture. No, no. I mean, we we loved it. We loved that our pe the people over there gave us so much love, and and uh, we we want to we want to give it back to them. Yeah, with our music. So uh, it, it was a great experience. Uh, I think you definitely deserved it because you. I mean, it's a long time coming. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's been it's been a battle, and right now, you know, uh, so right now we, we we're still battling. I mean, music business for those of you that. I've never experienced it out there. Just to just get used to it. Never, nothing ever goes according to plan. <laughs> right? Nothing's gonna be perfect. So yeah, I mean, especially when it comes to live performances, stuff goes bad. You're short of microphone. The cable or the microphone, if you if you're in a wire mic, goes bad before you go. Uh, performing you have to play hot potato with the microphone. I mean, we've been in all those <laughs> yeah. so. Uh, to 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 say you know to say the least we we have been really blessed that we have able me and Juan have been able to manage and and all these things and we come up on you know people liking us and liking our music and liking what we do period. Yes, speaking of funny stories, so I was always really blessed because right around my birthday and right around St. Patty's Day was whenever the fan stuff happened in San Antonio, so it was almost like a tradition for a little while. That we would all go as a family, watch them perform and everything. And then there was a time around my birthday, too, right after I had <laughs> Brielle, my um, my third child. It was like the first time to be able to go out with my husband and stuff like that. She was born in November, and this is in March. And I was like, yes, I finally get to go out. And then my friend Carmen, of course, comes in. Jay Valvin, who I actually knew um, uh, as an artist because I really loved his music, too. And he was asking, I think you were going to perform. I was like, what? You're going to open? I'm like, yes. No, no, that was Jay Alvarez. Jay Alvarez. Jay Alvarez that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. And um, so I was all like, what? That's awesome. Let's do this. And it was so cool because, you know, you guys got to play. And it was just a really, it was a crowded arena. I forget. But I was definitely flowing in the in the drinks and everything. <laughs> and there was a story that came out of it that I didn't even know. So, Jose. Yeah, I mean, let's put it like this. We're all vibing over there on the second floor, looking at the stage. Man, so I bump into me. I'm looking down. Boom, there goes my sunglasses. I was like, oh, hell. 
<laughs> yeah, Sarah got white girl wasted. I got white girl wasted. I barely, I just remember having such a good time. And poor Jose, because he his dress is always, he always has really nice jewelry on, always has a watch, has a nice chain, and always has these really good glasses. And I didn't even know that I made him lose his glasses. Oh, they just fell into the crowd below. And shit. <laughs> I'm all like, hey, hey, yo, hey, somebody pass that shit up glasses. They disappeared. I was like, anybody seen my glasses down there, man? I, was, I need them. You're like, somebody... hey, you heathens down there, go ahead and pass them up. <laughs> Security, hold everybody at the door. We're going to go at them, these damn glasses. It's like, I'm, we're going to scan everybody, and I'm going to take whose average glasses are the best. Oh, my gosh. And wasn't my nickname when we went? And, of course, we, uh, I, know, I got to familiar with Unlimited or Juan, his um, partner in crime and music and stuff like that. I love that like my name became Kyle for some reason in San Antonio. <laughs> yes. Uh, that was one thing. Hey, go talk to Kyle. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, until, until this day, he's still going to call you Kyle. <laughs> right? I don't, I don't, it was fun. I, I, I really enjoy Juan. He is such a really funny guy, really loyal, and he always have fun. I remember because Carmen also has and his birthday are like really close and he always has a big birthday and we always hang out and stuff like that. And it was just really cool. Yeah. Uh, this guy is always outside of the box, man. If I'm, if I'm locked up in the box, this guy is running laps right outside of it. I was like, what did you think about this? It's like, damn, I never thought of that. Let's freaking do it. <laughs> he does make things happen. If I think of like Juan makes things happen yes. and, uh, I love seeing him cause he's such a business mindset person. If you ever, and we, I mean, I've seen him start things and like let him go and then start new things. And he's doing really well lately, which, you know, I mean, he couldn't help it. So, but yeah, it's, it's, it's everything that Juan's put in his tongues, it, it becomes a material thing. Yeah. It, it becomes real. So that, that is, that is always good. You need to have that people around you, especially like, when you're like Jose, who's very chilled, he's from the island. Yeah, I'm like, you know, I'm an island boy. <laughs> 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 I, I, you see me on stage, you never think I got right. I got you know the energy that I that I do. If he you see saves me, it, if you meet me, if you meet me at a HEB, you know I'm this guy like <laughs> <laughs> at the grocery store, like, hey, what's up? Right. <laughs> I just remembered me and Carmen joking because we'd be like, when I met Jose, he's very chilled, very calm, and just has this like really like whatever low chill vibe and everything like that. And he's kind of like goes with the flow and whatever. And then when I first time I ever heard his music, I'm like, that's Jose. <laughs> <laughs> he's like I'm just like I can't even imitate he like raps really fast and he moves really quickly and he vibes has all this energy and I'm like he must just reserve it for this stage or something I save it for my tongue delivery <laughs> <laughs> for my breath control <laughs> yes <laughs> but, we've had such a long history and stuff like that like Jose's been through you know with us like even whenever we were struggling back then like the struggle's been very real like we came from you know not having food like like nothing we like taking stuff from like you know uh Buying, like well, couches from like freaking garbage downstairs. down yeah and it's yes. like to now you know we have some stability we have some you know we have a house we got a nice setup in here so we can record we yeah. got some nice equipment it's been a long journey like I don't know if you remember that laptop that you had when you first came here. 
It was like this little black laptop and I had FL Studio on it. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that was my first time ever trying to like produce, produce, like making beats or whatever, you know. And from then on then, it's just only gone up from there. And it's just very crazy to go from where we started to now. And as far as music and everything like that, like what I knew, I never thought I'd be in music ever. Like I remember uh, we were getting maintenance done one time yeah. at our apartment. And the two maintenance guys were talking about you, like, you know, talking about your music and stuff like that. Oh, they, yeah. They asked me, they were like, are you going to do music too? And I was like, me? Nah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I guess it just added that, <laughs> it added that kernel of like, you know, it, it was just there. And then when I finally tried it, I was like, oh yeah, this is it. Like, this is something that I want to do. And it's just very, it's very interesting to see, you know, that from that point that we started where we like we didn't have nothing we were like i remember the first time that we actually like really bonded was whenever we were moving out of 504 and we were moving that 1706 yeah and yeah. we were, which is funny if you listen to our last podcast where we talked you know alexia oh yeah we were moving from one apartment to another and that apartment was whenever we started living with alexia and her family we had a shopping cart as a dolly yeah, we used a Come shopping on. cart as a dolly for the freaking big ass couch that was hard to carry. Was, because my mom wasn't there, she was like, I mean, even then, we wouldn't ask her to help because it was like we could do it, but it was very, it was so difficult and shit. And then uh, we didn't have anything to eat. We had like, uh, what was it? It was we macaroni had, with like beef, yeah. I think. Yeah, macaroni with uh, ground beef. Yeah, that was it. Uh, we were just like eating in the empty ass apartment, <laughs> or or ten dollars for dinner for twenty tacos at Jack in the Box. Yes, uh, I remember. We remember also like whenever you guys first moved in with us. I know Carmen was still working. Pretty soon after, I was staying home with, or I was home most of the time because I think I worked in the morning. One of my fond memories, like when we were living together, is that Jose. I think you weren't working at the time, and but you were at home. But you were always doing something. You were either cleaning the house. Or you were making music. And I remember just, I was just really in awe as an artist as well, is that I would hear you in there playing with the beat and it would just like be just your keyboard. You just have three notes. And I got to see the background story of you producing. And like, I would hear him be like kind of testing a couple notes. Yeah. And then a couple of days later, it has this. And then a couple of days later, it's this. And then all of a sudden you have a song. And I was just like, Jeez, that's how really it comes. Like, I guess you don't really. Um, I've definitely grown in my appreciation for my husband and Jose in music. And just how many layers there is to oh, music. Oh man, yeah. If I if I had a nickel for every time I was like making something, and I'd be like Jose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jose wouldn't need to be in the artist. Yeah. <laughs> Son of, watch a movie in peace. <laughs> I'm gonna need help with this dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, Renovato as well. I mean, he's he's been, he's also out of, out of, I don't know where Renovato is. What do you think about this? I was like, man, that's, that sounds good. Let's structure it. We need to find a beat for it. Come yeah. over. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, that protagonista, how the hook came out, it was Renovato just scrounging it. This word, this story, I was like, you know what? We can make it into a song. Come over and yes. boom, we, we, we made it over here. 
We send it to JV over there and Titanic over there at JV Empire Records. And we're like, damn, dude, this is this is our comeback song. Yes. We just played it earlier and uh, you guys heard it, but uh, just listen for La Protagonista from Double Bay. That's going to be a jam. Yeah. Double Bay is back, baby, with a vengeance. And it reminds me from our beginning stages of uh, Shawn Michael actually embracing music is I wish we could have the audio of why you know like we I mean, do have the audio why you know like <laughs> you do yeah I it's never coming like yeah. <laughs> why you know like <laughs> i want to say it's, i was taking advantage of <laughs> <laughs> i love it because the one thing about the valentines is that uh they used to every time they would get a new set of phones or something like you have this thing where you record where you are what you're doing and stuff like that and you save it it was like either a video or an audio and they have like video and stuff like that of Shawn Michael when they first moved into the house when we lived together like back in 2012 and there's like little middle school Shawn Michael in there and then <laughs> and definitely I, when did you start singing that why you do like that was like our jam for a little bit yeah I remember we recorded <laughs> that in the, in the second living room over there in the den area mm -hmm. yeah. had this little studio yeah but I don't know. Yeah, why. I, we need to make that you know, happen. Find that shit and delete it. Find that shit and just put it in Spotify or watch it called number one on top of Island Boys. Right. <laughs> and it's you like my watch. first number He's one like song, <laughs> and I'm like, this is some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, man, like? On top of we don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> why you no like? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> tune in for why you no like. And everybody's like, yes. And I'm like, <laughs> I want to be crying in my in my like, mansion and shit. You don't want any of like, this other stuff that I've been working. Be like, I guess this is what I do now. <laughs> why you no like too? Hey, I'm gonna sing 3 a.m. in the H. No, we want why you no like. I'm gonna be like, you shut your goddamn mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why you don't have long term friends because they bring up stuff. <laughs> why you bring up? Old... Yeah, well, why you bringing up old shit? <laughs> We all started somewhere. <laughs> it's crazy, you know, because moving from that, like, you know, you not knowing English, coming from Puerto Rico to like, a, you know, new Just place. Just diving into like, so like I'm guessing going to Houston. <laughs> yeah. To like now you're performing, like you performed in Mexico. Like no one could take that experience from away from you, like in front of a lot of people. And I was like, even, and you're going on to even better things, which is like, you know, we talked about this for so long, like, you know, oh, and we talked it back and forth, like you were talking about giving it up and be like, nah, you can't do that. Like, you know, stuff like that. It just is very interesting to see. I'm very, and as a friend seeing all that too, I'm very excited for y'all where it's going to go. I always knew like it just because you, when it's something that makes you like you didn't choose it, it chose you and you just stick with it. And it's never an overnight thing. Like this is a long time coming. He definitely paid his penance this whole time. And then all of a sudden it just picks up like out of the blue, but it wasn't out of the blue. Yeah. It was a lot of work. It just, you know, I guess just life take you to some roads where you, at one point you make, you meet the people, mm. leave a good impression. And uh, eventually that road is going to bring you back to them. Yeah, definitely yeah. good karma because Jose is a good guy. He's never done any of his people wrong. That he has been wronged for sure several times. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm not perfect, but that's guy. the business. Me not yeah. perfect, but he has a good heart and he always did try to do the right thing all the time. And then it, I think 
because of that, that karma and that just good character and stuff like that. You have yeah. to have good character in this business. Yeah, and I'm glad that we have this like musical circle too, like going back to Jesse and stuff like that, where I can just be like, yo, Jose, listen to this. Tell me what you think. And then like, I'll be like, oh, you know, Jesse, listen to this. Tell me what you think. Because I remember one time we got together and we were just, you know, throwing Biden. ideas around and like recording and stuff like that. And it just really helped out a lot because we were able to pick up on sounds here and there and stuff like that and be like, yeah. this would go this. I would, I would cut that out. Like this would probably go and stuff like that. It's a very cool dynamic. And I loved, you know, love doing that. Yeah, it's a really sad thing. I always tell Carmen, it's like, it's really a bad thing that our families and our significant others don't really like each other. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember in the beginning, it was just like, it's not something as being best friends. You always hope that maybe your significant other, since we're spending so much time together, maybe like each other, you know, at best. But they, like, they go and mountain bike together they like do music together they're like really good friends we've just been very blessed to be able to actually have that dynamic for sure yeah. it was a match made in heaven baby all because <laughs> <laughs> all because carmen lied about speaking spanish at ashley furniture because i was trying to hire her and uh i remember michael was like just make sure somebody we need to hire somebody who speaks spanish and i was like hey carmen do you speak spanish she's like sure <laughs> yeah i could learn it for that bag (laughs) (laughs) and then we just became friends yeah crazy crazy but so anything you'd like to add or anything you want to say i think one thing about people wanting to go the music route is another good thing is surround yourself with people that drives you yes Everybody is going to drag you down. Get them out. Even if you come back to them later, (laughs) (laughs) get them out of your life at that point, because it's it's a big drag down. Like there's a lot of stress when you're doing everything on your own, especially when, when you're independent artists with no management whatsoever or or, Mm -hmm. or whatnot. Uh, Surround yourself by the right people. Positive people, people that drive you, people that inspire you, people that push you, people that challenge you to be better. Uh, that's that's what happened in my I, my my family, you know, and Juan and the people that is around me now. Uh, it's it's that circle that I always wanted to have. That's that's what I have to say. I mean, don't if somebody's gonna drag you down every time you do something. Yeah, you can have those with any boundaries. Yeah. At a distance. But don't have somebody as a, ah, oh, man, you know, uh, I think y'all sound like beep, you know. <laughs> um, and uh, take constructive criticism. Yeah. I like constructive criticism a lot because I'm the kind of person, if I hear constructive criticism, I punish myself. Mm. That's just the way I am. I punish myself and I make myself better. Yeah. Like, I always be like that. I always be like that. If something sounds like crap and somebody tell me, I think you got to change that. I was like, why did I make this choice? <laughs> you know? Which is crazy. <laughs> for me, whenever somebody gives me, like, cr- criticism, I'm like, okay, run it again, then we'll do it this way. Or like, okay, we'll run it again, do it this way. Like, it just, it's, it's like, constructive criticism is very, it's useful. And, but I understand what you're saying. Sometimes whenever somebody's like, you should really do it this way or something like that. You're like, yeah, you're right. What I thought of mm-hmm. was kind of trash. <laughs> yeah. 
Sometimes you think you got the greatest idea. Yeah. Everybody else here is like, nah, cut that crap out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and always, always be be open for those because that that right there could make you or break you. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, yeah. listen to everybody's input. If 10 people are telling you the same thing. Yeah. You got, yeah. I got to make gotta sure go if it's just one person and they don't have much experience in it, obviously you're like, uh. but then if it's a lot of people are saying the same thing and then it might have some weight. Yes. Yeah. Like uh, I wanted to ask you, like whenever you were starting out, did you like, you know, do you think you started out with like thick skin or do like, you know, now or did it grow because over time? <laughs> you need thick skin to be in this music industry because constructive criticism is a lot different from hate. People are going to hate because they can't do things that you do or they just don't feel like it. A big thing that's happening in the music industry as far as like rapping goes is people will put out stuff that they put their heart into and they would just tear it down. And so I was like, how do you, you know, how, how do, do you, you take control? that? Yeah. I, I learned a lot from the producers I work with uh, because at that time I was new. Yeah. And they say, you know what? Maybe you should do it like this. I was like, All right, you know what? Let's do it. Let's give it a try. Mm. And boom, and I started finding what I was good at. Yeah. And I what I sucked on, like pretty much like what I didn't have no business doing. Pura Celine Dion. Ah, no, no. We're like So I I learned my my vocal boundaries from it. My type of deliveries. So I always keep a ear open. Yeah. For any type of criticism. Uh, hey, we're doing too much of this. Let's change it up on this song. Yeah. So yeah. you think you're probably you were just open to anything, anyways, yeah. in the uh, beginning. I was I was open to be molded into the industry versus nah. This is what I'm gonna do. F everybody. Yeah. I'm staying this way forever. No, it, it's just, and and it, when we uh, there's one a couple of songs that you know when I did over here, you know, I always. Creating ideas over here because me and Juan are always on different schedule. He's the he's the gargoyle. He's the night guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's what you mean. He's the nightlife man. So I, I made it during during the time and I send them. It's like, nah, man. I think we should do it like this. I was like, all right, let me go back at it. Yeah. And, and and I think that's one of the main things that make us who we are. We vibe with each other. We we listen to each other and and then. We help that, you that, help each other out. That's a healthy relationship, and, and especially when you're in a group. Yeah. yeah. Yes, because we've seen groups. Like I remember, over time, we would have different. You would have different features and stuff like that, and how even those groups would d dissolve or and stuff like that, and how like finicky it can be with people, and how important it is to have a really tight mm. knit and stuff like that too. Oh yeah, and to this day, I'm finding out stuff. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like this. People that I thought it was. Close to me, I, I'm not really. Yeah, you know what I mean, like. But yeah. now I feel like you're saying, like, yeah, well, you, it's kind of like that's the business, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Yep, that's the business. And <laughs> <laughs> so my glasses, as he's figuring it out, but uh, too. So now you you kind of like have your own, you know, your own process and stuff like that. It's a lot more seamless than it was before. So before, remember, it's like you had to be at the studio at like 3 a.m. Like, oh you know, man, those are the good days. I was like oh, with fifteen God. tacos from Jack in the Box and like me. Actually, me and Juan were talking about this. Man, the old crew is back, and uh, we we're talking about the stories. You know, we got a, one of our friends. <laughs> his name is Wilmer, mm -hmm. and uh, remember we we're 
recording Travala at that time and everybody was at the studio, you know, yeah. one sister, uh, the whole friend circle that, that we still have. And uh, <laughs> Wilmer was leaving. <laughs> he didn't realize that when he was backing up, there's one of those ditches. Oh, the ditches? Yeah, yeah. the ditches. That freaking, it's close to the street. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I remember one telling me, hey, I saw Wilmer, and I think he took off like a bat out of hell because I don't see it no more. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> We're here in the background. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we look down the ditch, and there's Wilmer <laughs> with his car all the way down in the ditch trying to get it up. You know, everybody's tired. It's 6 a.m. in the morning. We're trying to leave Delirium. Home. Yeah, yeah. And, tired. Uh, <laughs> we got, some of us have to go to work. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, man. We're still talking about that and how he's like, you know, screw this. He gunned it. Got <laughs> 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 out of that ditch, man. Shout outs to Wilmer Reyes, man. <laughs> best, man. You, you know, you meet this guy. <laughs> it's something else. <laughs> Yeah, man. Dope. So, yeah, I mean, it's 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 yeah, it's it's very yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. I mean, you know, going you starting from where you started and then going to like here now, and all the things that you Shout had to do Drake. just to <laughs> uh, yeah, started from the bottom. <laughs> now you're here. Yeah. But we're not quite there yet, but we're on our way. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's coming. Main character ish. Yeah, that is definitely the thing. So. Where can people find your music or find links or find out whenever uh, music and stuff like that? Where can they find you? Uh, right now, well, we got different sites going on. But if you want to listen to our music and be rerouted toward YouTube or whatnot, uh, go to www.reverbnation.com slash W. And you're going to spell W D O V S and Victor. L E and another V S and Victor. Mm. So uh yeah, people if you put double with the regular B the burro, you're not gonna find this. <laughs> <laughs> we also got uh, uh our personals, uh which is uh, the Instagrams, you know, Juan Valentine, uh Jose J L Valentine W or Jose J L W uh Juan Valentine, a uh, Facebook, uh W at an Instagram, you can find us at W. Uh, if you go to YouTube, same thing, W. Mm. You can you can find main thing, just go to Reverb Nation. That'll rewrite you to everywhere you need to go and or it'll take you to our main pages. There you go. <laughs> Anything you wanted to say to your fans? Uh I wanna thank everybody pretty much for for the support that they give us to to today and um on behalf of myself and Juan. And uh, just just get ready for WV in 2022. We're coming with a bang, baby. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been another great episode of the CloudCone podcast. I thank Jose for being here yes, and everything that he's much. contributed to this episode. And uh, you could reach us at the CloudCone podcast on Instagram. And you can email us at the CloudCone podcast at gmail.com. You can reach Jose at the reverbnation.com slash WV. Or you can find them on Instagram, Facebook, The Works. The Works. On Doble If you don't get you in, just go to the fan page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we'll have links and stuff like that on our social media to let you know where to go as well. But my name is Sean. My name is Sarah. 
and you can catch us on the cloud. <laughs> <laughs>